This is something that I've never talked about before. I never really wanted to address um, from my own experience. I kind of brush over. I talk about, I've talked about it before, but I kind of brush over it because it, it's really irritating to me how people can just look at somebody who is what they call fat or obese and say, well, you need to lose weight. And it's like, you don't understand what process that person had to go through in order to get to that weight. It's not as easy as saying, well, you need to stop doing this and you need to stop doing that. It's about your mind, what you, you know, the environment, how you grew up, um, who taught you, you know, to eat right, who taught you that hot dogs and potato chips was going to be your meal, who taught you that putting sugar uh, in your oatmeal was the right thing to do? Butter with salt, you know, salted butter. Um, who told you that that pasta, spaghetti was a good meal for you to have? You know, um, all these things come to mind when I think about obesity. And, you know, it's really irritating to me because... I get a lot of people that are, you know, can, can, can discipline themselves and can say to themselves, okay, I'm going to do this. So therefore I look at somebody that's obese and I'm thinking they can do the same thing. And that's not, that's not how it works with, with every person that's obese. You know, we, we eat and eat and eat. And then one day we wake up and it's like, how the fuck did I get to this size? It's like you're in a stupor, like you're in a, like, like you're in a food stupor. You don't even, you don't even see the weight that you're putting on until one day, oh shit, it's hard for you to get up or, oh shit, it's hard for me to wipe my ass or, oh shit, I can't bend over and put my socks on. Like you don't see like people think that it's a slow progression to gaining weight and it's not. It's literally like all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you're almost 300 pounds. Literally that's how it's like. If this shit creeps up on you and you're thinking, "Yeah, okay, right." You if you don't get on a scale, if you're not measuring yourself, if you don't go to the doctor on a regular basis, you just fucking blow up. And then you don't want to get on the scale because then it's like, fuck, I'm doing everything I know how to lose this fucking weight. You go to the doctor, you get all these fucking tests, and it's like, there's nothing wrong with you. We don't know why you can't lose weight. You just need to discipline yourself more. So now we're learning more about how our bodies work when we get to a certain age. So I'm obese, and I don't hide that. I'm like morbidly obese. So when you sit up here and you tell somebody, and I'm watching some of these YouTubers get on here and say, you know, black people need to lose weight. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold up. For one, there's a lot of beautiful, big black women out there that are happy with the size that they're in. You know, they don't have a problem with with their weight. But then you have women who look at themselves and they're like, you know, I'm going to love myself for who I am, but I sure wish I could lose this weight. Then you have women that shame themselves, get eating disorders. You know, men too get bulimia, get anorexia because the world is telling them you can do just like I do and stop eating and then you could just lose weight. That's not... That's not cool. That's not fucking cool. So you walk around in this weight. My heels hurt. You know, I I bought some um, new shoes and they feel good. Me walking in them. Today I was walking around at work in them and they were comfortable. And, you know, I'm coming home and for the first time in a while, my heels are not fucking throbbing and talking to me like my shins aren't kicking my ass, you know? So it's like people need to really understand that it's not just what you think. 
It is. But I'm telling you my my story and how it was for me. When I first got this job with the VA uh, almost seven years ago, I was not this heavy. When I left the military and, you know, became a civilian, I wasn't as heavy as I was when I first got this job. It's like it just progresses. My weight just goes up, up, and up. But because I've had um, health issues... You know, no, nobody knows what these fucking fibroids did to my body and taking out my whole uterus. And I've had women tell me, oh, your weight's just going to fall off once you get your uterus taken out. But what you don't understand is that God created me as a woman and I'm supposed to have babies. And I was hoping to have another baby in my 50s. Yep, I sure was. I really wanted to have another baby. And so, for me, these last two years, the first year, I couldn't really do shit. Because, like, I was afraid of fucking up my stomach and my insides and stuff. So, I I said, well, I'm going to just take a whole year and just chill. And while I was chilling, I was fucking gaining weight like a mad woman. And then, the second year, this is my second year... Um, and it's like, damn, this shit is crazy. This shit is fucking crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I let myself get this big because I was eating all the wrong shit. I was eating in the middle of the night. I would eat breakfast every morning. A really unhealthy breakfast. Then I'd have a really unhealthy lunch and then I'd come home and eat a big, big ass dinner. And I was eating like that. And I was not exercising. So now, one of my friends is listening to this doctor. And I listen to this doctor too. So one of the things she was telling me. And it's, and it's, it's, becoming, not, it's becoming regular. You know, something that people are understanding regularly now. Is that running, cycling, doing all this shit for an extended period of time like if you go run for an hour or if you go ride your bike for an hour if you go do this or do that for an hour straight that's not helping you what you need is intervals you have to shock your body so um, I've got these Tybo videos I've got um, Denise uh, uh, Austin I think it is the lady that does exercise. She's really good. I love her. Love her. <sighs> so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start moving and doing some shit. And I just have to get my mind. I'm so depressed right now because I'm looking at my arms and they're twice the size they were bef- uh, seven years ago. They're fucking. My arms are fucking huge. And I'm like so fucking depressed because I'm not going to see instant gratification. I'm not, if I start exercising now, I'm not going to see anything, any results until another two weeks or a month. And I have to make sure that I'm watching what I eat. That I, you know, pay attention to when I eat. How much I eat, what I do after I eat, how is my food digesting? I have to think about all this shit because I want to lose this weight. Starving myself is not enough. So I got to do all this combination of shit. So then what happens? I get overwhelmed and then I'm going, you know, I'm going to go and eat this. But if I know I, I know if I eat this and I'm not exercising and I'm not doing anything and I'm eating this junk food, guess what? I'm going to gain more weight. So my body type, the type of person that I am, I have to stay active. How much can my heart take knowing full well that I have to do all this shit? Do all these changes to my body. I got to take these vitamins. I got to make sure I take this apple cider vinegar so that the acid in my stomach makes the food, you know, it digests the food. 
and then I'm able to go to the bathroom. Like, what? What else do I, you know, you got all this list of shit that you have to fucking do. It's like having a job. Losing weight is like having a fucking job. So then I was thinking about going on Nutrisystem, you know, where they just, you they prepare, they ship you the fucking food, and you just eat their food, and you don't have to worry about fixing anything for yourself. You know, I was thinking about trying that, but then I said, okay, if I try that and I do that, then what happens after I lose the weight? Do I stay on Nutrisystem? That shit is fucking expensive. You know, it, it's it, it's it's a lifestyle change. You have to discipline yourself. It's another job that you have to worry about doing. Instead of just sitting there, just feeding your face when you get hungry, you just keep eating. That's easy to do. That's not a job. That's just that's easy. And people say, oh, you're just being lazy. No, it's not that I'm being lazy. It's that it's just easier to do. And people have all these solutions. They have all these, you know, uh, suggestions about how you should lose weight or how you should do that or whatever. But nobody... Excuse me. Nobody ever talks how this affects us mentally and emotionally. They think, well, because, you know, I lost the weight and I could do it like this, you can do it like that too. And it's not that fucking easy. It's not that fucking easy. So now I've learned different things to do and I'm being kinder to myself. I'm not beating myself up as much. Well, my, um, I saw one of my friends the other day when I was walking in from work. And she goes, are you doing okay? You you really gained a lot of weight. And I was like, well, thank you for telling me. I was like, because nobody has said shit to me about my weight. And, you know, I, I was appreciative of her saying something to me. Because it's like, am I imagining this shit? Because nobody's really, like, how are, supposed to, how are people supposed to mention that you need to lose weight? Because usually when we see an obese person, we want to shame them and tell them it's their fault for being so fucking big. That's the, that's the first thought that comes to people's minds. Oh, you'd be pretty if you weren't so big. I hear some women say that people say to them. And that's really fucked up. People don't think to say, oh my God, you've gained a lot of weight. What can I do to help you? You know, I appreciate that about my friend. She she wanted to help me. She was like, she came in again. She was like, I brought this book for you. And I, you know, thought maybe you want to read it or get it for yourself. Or I was like, I already know this dude. I look, watch his videos on YouTube all the time. And I've learned some stuff from him. One of the things I learned is that your body, your stomach... You Okay, so you eat. You can eat all the right things all you want to. But if your body is not eating that shit up, especially that one cupcake you reward yourself with, if your body ain't eating that shit up, you're going to gain weight. And your, your abdomen is going to get bigger and your colon, that shit's just going to stay stuck in there. All that poison and stuff. It's just going to stay stuck in there. And you're not going to be able to go to the bathroom. So you got to get that acid to work it in your stomach. So before you eat, drink some apple cider vinegar. And I and I, <laughs> I was about to say I shit you not, but literally I shit you not. You will have a nice bowel movement soon after you. T- Soon after I took the last bite of my food the other day, I remembered to do what he said. Because I have not been doing it as of late. And drink some warm apple cider vinegar and a little bit of hot water and some lemon. Before you go to bed at night. And I throw some honey in there with it. Because it sweetens up that apple cider vinegar. And you take that shit and you wake up the next morning and you... It cleans you out, cleans your ass out, and you feel better. 
So some of you that might say, well, apple cider vinegar is not my thing. I don't like it. Well, try try probiotics, prebiotics. I've been doing the probiotics thing. And it's not really helping as much as it was when I was first starting to take uh, probiotics. Like, as soon as I take those, my, you know... It will start activating and, you know, getting that good, that good bacteria in my gut. But I need something in my stomach to activate that acid and get that acid to eating, eating that food up. And you know what heartburn is? You think it's too much acid, right? It's not, it means that you don't have enough acid. That's another thing that Dr. Berg talks about. You don't have enough acid in your stomach. That's why you get heartburn. Acid reflux. That's not enough acid in your stomach. So, I very rarely get heartburn and all this kind of stuff. But, I understand what he's saying. So now, with doing all this apple cider vinegar, paying attention to what I eat, drinking more water, doing things that are healthier for myself... Literally, my stomach has went down. Like, it's it's flattened out. It's not as... It doesn't stick out. It doesn't protrude as much anymore. And I've stopped eating McDonald's. I've stopped eating Burger King. Um, I, the other day, I stopped at McDonald's and I had a cinnamon roll and some decaf coffee. And I put some coconut sugar in my coffee to sweeten it up. I do eat some bad stuff every once in a while. I get a hankering for it. But at the same time, I'm, the majority of the time, I'm eating good stuff. I'm just not able to move like I want to and exercise like I want to. But it's coming. I just have to be kind to myself. Take a little bit at a time. Don't. Put, I'm not putting too much on myself. That I can't handle. Because if I do that, then I'll get overwhelmed and I'll get depressed. And I won't do anything at all. I'll just, you know, be eating like I'm supposed to. But then when it comes to exercise, I won't want to exercise. So, um, yeah, that's what's been happening with me lately. I don't feel like exercising. Because my heels hurt me like a motherfucker. And I know, you know, I don't, I'm not really into, I don't really like yoga. I don't, I don't, I don't like yoga. I don't really care for that. But, um, I saw the, the, the DVD that I have of Denise Richards or Denise Austin. I think it's Denise Austin. Um, it's a Pilates and I've never tried Pilates and she doesn't, it's not a machine or anything. I think it's just different moves that she's doing. So I was, I was going to try that out and, um, just start off doing a little bit at a time and not really, you know, <clears throat> doing a little bit of her video, then doing some Billy Blanks and kind of mixing it up and just doing different things. There's a bunch of videos on YouTube if you shock your body and you do different things, it'll help burn that fat. It'll get you toned up. And and the one thing about me is that even though I'm morbidly obese, I still make sure that my body stays toned. And you can do that. Um, I'll take my work bag and I'll put stuff in it and I'll like lift it a couple of times for myself to keep that to stay solid because I'm real I'm a very I'm just my genetics my fat is very solid so like on my chest and stuff my you know everything is solid it's I don't really have to wear a bra if I don't want to and I got a nice I got a nice size you know my chest is a nice size but you know it's it's not all floppy and you know, my legs, they are they could be doing a lot better. I, this My thighs are cellulite and my ass is cellulite city. I got to tone them motherfuckers up. But, you know, I'm on my way to getting myself together. It's just depressing because I can't exercise like I want to because I get out of breath so quick. Then I get in 
pain. I'm in pain. But I know that once I get over that hump and I get to where I'm doing better, then I'll be okay. I'll be all right. And I keep telling myself, you know, I want to get back down to like 130, 140 pounds. And I know it's going to take me a good two, three years to get there. And that's fucking depressing. Because I want to do this shit and be done in six months. But that's not how our bodies work. That's not how our bodies work. So, it's unfortunate. Like, I can gain 10 pounds in two days. But I can't lose it in two days without my body saying, Oh, let's shut down. She's starting to starve herself. She's starting to do some fucked up shit to herself. Oh, let's hold on to that water. You know? So, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not fucking easy. I like how people say, It took time for you to gain the weight, so it's going to take time for you to lose it. That's a fucking lie. That is a fucking lie. Stop telling people that are obese that shit. Because you can gain 30 pounds in a fucking month. But you ain't going to lose that shit in a fucking month. That's the thing. So stop lying to people. That's fucking bullshit. What you need to do if you see somebody that's obese. Have some sympathy on them. Because you don't know what the fuck they went through in their life. It's not as easy as what you think. Some people call it the hand to mouth disease. It's the easiest and most comforting thing you can do is to sit down and eat a bag of potato chips or eat a bag of of, uh, pork rinds or eat a box of donuts. That's the most comforting thing you can do because it don't talk back to you. It don't say shit about you, but it deforms your body. It creates problems for you. One of the reasons that inspired me to do this episode was that somebody was talking about how um, 60% of the COVID patients are obese people. And they're saying they don't want to address the issue of obesity because, you know, people will have to do something about about being obese. And it's like, no, that's not just the issue. The issue is, is that we as a society need to fucking change and hold Burger King and McDonald's and them responsible like Panera. They got all this healthy shit. It costs $14, $15 to get a meal over there. But why, does, why don't these other restaurants have that? Because it's not lucrative for them. If they, were, they go and get their tomatoes and their lettuce and shit, it's not the healthiest stuff. That those that shit they put on those hamburgers, there's no nutrients in that stuff. So you go and eat these these fries that are not even fries. They're not even fucking potatoes. The meat that you eat at McDonald's and Burger King, that's not even real fucking beef. The chicken nuggets is not real chicken. They're not feeding us real food. We don't go and choose to go to restaurants that are feeding us real food. I used to go to, my regular thing was Popeyes, then I would go to McDonald's, then I'd go to Burger King, then I would switch up and go to KFC or um, Arthur's Treat, not Arthur's Treatures, they don't have Arthur's Treatures anymore in Lansing. Um, Little Long John Silver. Long, yeah, that fish place. Long, is it Long John Silver? <laughs> Yeah, because that's where I worked. It was everything was 15 minutes. You go get your shit and, and come back to the office. But why didn't I make my food at home? Because this shit got boring. It got fucking boring. You have to think about what the fuck you're going to wear the next day. You have to think about, okay, um, you know, <clears throat> everything has to be fucking mapped out. But what you're eating, you don't have to make a judgment on that. You don't have to sit and think about that. You just run to McDonald's, get the food, come on back and eat it. And that's one less thing you have to stress yourself out about. 
So now you didn't gain all this weight. So now there's an extra thing on your plate. Okay, what the fuck am I going to do about this food here? I just sat up and got two watermelons in two weeks. Been cutting up watermelon and eating it for the last 14 days. Every morning, that's what I have for breakfast. That's what I've been eating for breakfast is um, watermelons. Sometimes I have a nectarine or, you know, if I, if I eat too much watermelon and I save it for lunch. And I'll eat something with the watermelon. I've been trying, but now I've run out of fruit. I don't have no more fruit. I was buy, I had some cherries, I had blueberries, I had nectarines and peaches. That season just about gone. I went to the store the other day to go buy some more nectarines and peaches and then there wasn't much left. And that's sad. We should have warehouses, hot house warehouses where we are growing our own uh, oranges and lemons and limes and things, but we 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 ship it all up here from Florida and Mexico and all these different places instead of growing it right where you are. We have the soil. We have the 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 property to build a building that's a huge hot house. And you can grow all this stuff right right in your own neighborhoods. These companies and corporations can do that shit. Where the local McDonald's can get their fresh produce and their beef from local. But they wouldn't be as lucrative if they did that. They make put pump out all this fake shit. And throw it at us. Because they know we're going to eat it. It's quick and it's simple. And we don't have to think about it. We don't have to think about what we're going to have for dinner. Go to McDonald's. Look at the menu. Order. And then that's it. If these companies weren't so fucking greedy. And we forced them to have healthy shit on their menu. And stop producing these genetically mutated fucking chickens and shit. You know the chickens that Kentucky Fried Chicken has is not even real chicken. They make that shit in the fucking lab somewhere. The farmers. We should have farmers in every city of every state in this country. There's farmland in every city or close to it. New York, the western New York should be making sure the whole state of New York has fruits and vegetables available to all the kids and families and people. But we don't do that. We don't look out for each other like that. We just shame each other, shit on each other, chastise each other. Don't give nobody a shoulder to cry on. Oh, fuck that shit. You fat? Oh, shit. You did that on your own. Fuck that. It didn't, you didn't gain that weight overnight. Yes, the fuck I did. Yes, I did. Hello. Hello. Yes, I did. I gained the shit overnight. But you don't want to see that, though. Oh, some of y'all out here some of y'all talking about obese people like we don't have no fucking feelings or like we just like we want to be fat like we going to McDonald's and we going to Burger King cause I fucking want to and I, I don't care about being fat you got people in Louisiana that are big as hell but that's their culture and that's how they want to be if you like being big, you don't have no problem with your body. Rock the fuck out that shit. But if you want to get small, you want to lose weight, work at it. It's going to take time. It's going to take work. And it's going to take discipline. And remember, it's your age, too. You have to pay attention to your age. 
It really matters at the age that you are. The same way you lost weight at the age of 20 is not going to be the same way you lose weight at the age of 50. I can't think that the same shit I did when I was 20 years old is going to help me. I would not eat a couple of meals for a couple of weeks. Eat one meal a day for a couple of weeks and, you know, I was good. So, you know, (laughs) I can't do that shit now. Not at 50. I can do some fasting. You know. But not totally just not eating. Period. And I beat myself up. And I think about. I would have retired from the Coast Guard. If I had kept this weight off me. I would have done this. I would have done that. Woulda coulda shoulda. Shoulda coulda woulda. What a, what a, what a. But here I am. Fucking fat as hell. But I'm, I'm determined to get myself down. As I remember my grandmother, she was always a nice little healthy weight. Grew up, you know, my grandma was, she was, she was obese. She wasn't 300 pounds or nothing, but she was about, probably the biggest I ever seen my grandma was probably about 250. My mom got over 300 pounds. And then my dad's mom, she just gave up. Like, she just, like, said, fuck it. And she became one body mass. Like, she was just like, I'm, this is who I am, and that's it. My grandma had a nice little body. Nice, nice-ass shape, boy. Nice-ass shape. And she stayed that way until she died. You know, she wasn't obese, obese like that, but she was, she just did not, she was just like, she lived her life and she was tired. You get tired after a while trying to keep up and trying to lose the weight and doing this and doing that. Then you get sick and, you know, so, but, um, obesity runs in my family. It runs in my fucking family. So, my my mom's mom, she ended up losing weight. Like, she got down to like a hundred and something pounds. And she was drinking Insure. Twice a day. And she would eat like maybe one meal a day. And that wasn't like my grandma to do that. She started doing that at the age of 83, I think, is when she started dropping all her weight. She didn't die from cancer or anything. It was just old age, and she was 92 when she passed away. She had gotten a blood clot in her leg, and they had to amputate her leg, and then after that, she just kind of just gave up. From what I understand. And. um, So I don't want to get to that point. When I get older. It's like oh I gotta gotta lose weight. I gotta really. I don't want to be like my grandma. And have to drastically lose weight. At the age of 80. I want to lose this shit now. So that when I get to 80. I'm like able to get around and stuff. And like my body is not so used to the weight that when I get down finally my bones and my joints is like oh damn we don't have to carry that shit around no more what the fuck we do and I start aching and getting all this you know I want to lose this weight now I don't want my body to get used to this shit I want to get this shit off of me so I'm going to get it off I'm going to lose it I'm going to lose it. It's just going to take time. And I just got to... I have to do it for myself. I can't do it for anybody else. Because people, you know, want to shame you and tell you that you're big. Because you eat too much. That's... A lot of people have... You know, I've had my thyroids checked. I've had all this stuff. And it's like, you know... There's nothing wrong with me that I can't lose this weight. It's just that I know what the issue is. And I know what it takes for me to lose the weight. 
so yeah it's pretty depressing when you when you see people have a comment about somebody that's obese and they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about I just I, I, I just really I get sick of people and their shit I, I, I do I really do I really do how about being helpful for people how about helping somebody? You do see people that are obese that don't give a fuck and get tired because if you're 600 pounds and you get down to 400, you still big as fuck. It's only until you jump from 400 to 200. And it takes years to lose that fucking weight. But it don't take years to gain it. Uh-uh. I'm tired of talking about this. I'm going to keep my head up. Because I know that it's going to just take me to lose this weight. I have to inspire myself. And I have to ignore the haters. And I have to ignore the people that want to shame me. That look at me a certain kind of way. I had somebody at at work one time. I had this sweater on. They were like, oh, I like that sweater. And I let them try it on. And the sweater was really, it engulfed them. They were really, you know. And I was like, it's not going to fit you because it's too big. And she just kind of like, oh, okay. I really like it, though. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what that was. She was kind of trying to hint to me that I had gotten big. That's what it was. She wanted me to see how big I was. But the thing about it is, is that when you're honest with me, I appreciate that all the more than you trying to be sneaky. And I was like, that sweater does not look right on you. It don't look good on you. It's engulfing you. It don't. I was like, these kind of sweaters are not going to look right on you. No matter how small of a size you get in that sweater it's not gonna look right but it looks good on me because i got hips and an ass and you know i got something to fill it out with and even when i get thin i'll still be able to wear that sweater because i have a shape i have a build that that sweater i could still look good in it that's something else that people don't understand So, yeah, um, I'm going to end it right here because I'm tired of talking about it. You know, I've dealt with my weight for since I was young. Um, I had to lose weight to join the military, but I had never gotten anywhere close to 200 pounds. But I was overweight, though. And, um, you know, it always has been a problem for me, but joining the military it helped me see that I didn't have to stay big but the biggest problem for me that I beat myself up on is when I had my son I didn't lose all of the weight I still stayed a certain size that kept me just below the weight program and if I had kept myself small after I had each of my sons if I had just concentrated on that I wouldn't have this problem that I'm having with my weight right now if I had just really disciplined myself. But I was going through so much. And food is just there for you. And you know. You do your thing. So. It's mental. A lot of it is mental. A lot of it is. um, Yeah. But you know. A lot of it is 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 mental. A lot of it is stress um it's something else you know and and i compare and i and i look at it like this this is another way people can look at obesity um when you okay for me i've never been addicted to drugs or anything like that and i'm not addicted to food 
I just get depressed and I don't want to do anything and I just eat. But I don't sit down and eat like there are people that can literally eat like a a dozen donuts, a whole cake, a whole pie. There are people that can literally sit down and eat food like that. I can't do that. I cannot do that. So I just depression is my issue. And so I look at it like like this. When I see somebody that is addicted to alcohol or to drugs, I say, why can't they just stop? And it's the same thing for people when they see me. Why can't you just stop eating? Why can't you just stop? Like, and then some people say, I never see you eat. So I don't even know, you know, and it's like, they probably thinking, well, maybe she's eating secretly at home or something. And no, that's not, that's not the case. I eat at the wrong times and I eat the wrong stuff at the wrong times. I stopped eating bags of potato chips and shit. I just eat what I feel like I want to eat when I'm hungry. And I stopped doing that. And I'm now eating like more vegetables and fruit. I'm staying away from the pasta and the rice and shit like that. Even though I had some Chinese today, that shit was good. It was good as fuck. And I don't go to that restaurant that often. But I don't feel bloated like I usually do. Because I've been doing that. um, The apple cider vinegar and the probiotics and all that shit. To get this shit out of my fucking body. You know? I don't know who this guy is. I wasn't trying to listen to this dude. Who the fuck that is? So, yeah. Think about that. Any of you out there that's had an addiction to something or that has OCD and you know you can't stop or you need help stopping, think about people that are obese. It's not that easy for us. Like, for me, it's depression. For other people, it's they literally cannot stop eating. They literally can't stop. It's not that trigger is not that stop is not there for them. So they keep eating, keep eating, keep eating, and they don't have to think about what they're doing. They just eat and it tastes good and it feels good going down. But then when it settles in your stomach, you start getting sick, you start, you know, and then you throw up and you get bulimia. You starve yourself because you're gaining too much weight, so you get anorexia. You know, it's just it's just a non-ending cycle. When it comes to obesity, there is no fucking uh, sympathy. Nobody gives a shit. But when it comes to somebody being on drugs or being addicted to alcohol, there's all kinds of help for them out there. There's treatment programs. There's all kinds of shit. But when you're obese, there's nothing. There's just, just stop eating. You got to pay four or five, six hundred, a thousand dollars a month for a meal supplement program. Weight Watchers. Uh, Nutrisystem. All this shit out here costs money. But ain't nobody, ain't every, ain't you, an alcoholic and a, and, a, and a drug addict can go to treatment for free sometimes. May not be the best treatment, but we have Eaters Anonymous. Stop fucking eating. Okay, that's going to help us. I went to Eaters Anonymous because I thought, well, maybe if I go here, I can go and identify with people that, you know. That eat too much. And no. Whoa. That shit was not for me. It was. This was about people. That like I said. Eat whole dozens of donuts. In one sitting. Eat a whole cake in one sitting. Eat a pie in one sitting. That all of that. They eat all of that in one sitting. I can't do that. So I couldn't identify with these people. I was like, my shit ain't so bad. I just got to discipline myself. 
But I do have a problem, but it's not that bad. It's not that bad of a problem. Then it, you know, my doctor's like, well, why don't you join the weight loss program? I don't want to fucking join a weight loss program. They're going to tell you to do this bullshit and do that bullshit. I already know all the bullshit to do. I have to discipline myself to fucking do it. When I lost these fucking fibroids and shit, why didn't I get an exercise regimen to get my abdomen together? Why didn't somebody tell me you could go into a depression after you lose your uterus? So this is what you should do for yourself. They just take your uterus out and say, you'll be fine. And I had women telling me, oh, you'll drop that weight. No, I didn't fucking drop the weight. I gained more. That's it. People tell you what they think you should be doing and what they can do. But they don't look at your life and listen to you. Listen to your story. They don't want to hear what the fuck you got to say. Because when you talk and you're obese, the only thing they hear is hand-to-mouth disease. You eat too fucking much. That's all they hear. That's all they fucking hear. And that's sad. That's really, really sad. And then they, they feel sympathy for us. They feel bad for us and shit. And it's like, don't feel bad for me, honey. Don't feel bad for me. And then that's when you start going into depression because it's like, well, damn, you know. So, I don't know. I know I'm going to lose this weight. I just have to discipline myself. I have to be harder on myself, but not be mean to myself. I have to be appreciative and I'm, I'm sitting up here looking at my stomach right now. And it's like, my stomach did not look like, like my stomach was so fucking big and out there. Like I would go to restaurants with my friend. And she was like, you know, you want to switch seats or whatever. Or it's not that it's more, you know, and it's like, I don't have to do that no more when I go to the restaurants with her. And slowly but surely that, 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 uh, blow is going down it's not one big giant stomach no more it's it's you know how it's sectioned off into two so i got the top and i got the bottom but the bottom has still got a nice little lip on it a little bit of my stomach is sitting in my lap just a little bit not much of it though so i gotta get that sucked in and tightened up through exercise that's all i got it's all that's all it's going to take is exercise. That's what I was going to buy, some Epsom salt. Okay. Get my feet together. Soak my feet. That's, that'll probably really help the soreness. <clears throat> yep. Oh. Epsom salt. People use that shit and snort that, don't they? That's why I was uh, kind of hesitant on getting Epsom salt. I was like... Don't people use that shit for snorting it up or something? I think I saw that on the news or some shit one time. But they always have Epsom salt in the stores and stuff selling it, so... I don't know. I felt kind of weird buying it. Because I'm like, well, people think I'm snorting it or whatever? But you can tell if somebody fucking snorting that shit. I think it fucks your brain up. It does something to your brain. Three pounds, five dollars. Eight pounds, seven dollars. And see, my stomach is itching right now. And I can't even feel it because the nerves. I couldn't feel it before. I really couldn't feel it before. But now a little bit of my nerves is coming back. Because my stomach is shrinking. shit Mike I can see it in your eyes alright y'all I'm gonna let y'all go
chastising us and telling us you have to be this way or you have to be that way. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me.